Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Good morning. This is Dulcie Wright, and I am here with Nikki Davis, Angela Meyer, and Connie Keto for Love in Action. Today, we are... are Interviewing Joe Bayless, who's from a small town in Texas, oh, just about 30 miles from Houston. So welcome, 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 Joe. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm real honored to be here. We are just so excited. Uh, Nikki, why don't you introduce your friend Joe? Oh, my goodness. But today we have Joe Bayless of Star Water Creations, and um, Joe and I met um, last fall, well, actually around summer fall, um, in one of the classes that Rika Zimmerman has called Self Love Mastery, and he and I just hit it off really well. And Joe has been an integral part of my path and growth and healing work, and he's just a great awesome guy and so I thought it'd be great for Joe to come on the show today and um, just basically explain to us what, all about Star Wars creations and what he has going on and how he's incorporating all these downloads into his work and just bring his energy on and a cool little meditation too Joe if you feel inclined so um, Joe if you can just start off by just giving us some of your background because I know you got some near-death experiences I and mean, you just got a lot going on so if you can just give us a little overview that'd be great well the, to start with to make it real quick um, I spent about a year and a half doing heavy drugs and uh, cleaned up through 12-step programs, and it got to a point where those 12-step programs weren't enough. Yeah. And I started looking for another out, and there was a Native American philosophy class that just appeared. Imagine that <laughs> at that time. So that was there. I took it. I learned a lot about shamanism through that. Mm-hmm. And it... It taught me to do some things spiritually, and I did that for about 10 years. And then through a mutual friend who happens to be my girlfriend now, she introduced me to Rika. And once I hit hit the self-love mastery program, it was like a rocket ship. Um, But let me back up. I'm getting ahead of myself. (laughs) Um, In the process of shifting from AA mm-hmm. and 12-step programs into the Native American, after I cleaned up, the first, first what we call near-death, that was actually a death for me. They had to start me back up. But what happened is I didn't really die. I just left my body. And uh, I came back, 
and reanimated the body again. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking after that was over with, wait a minute, these are things that are supposed to happen when you're using, not when you get cleaned up. Right. That was then. I have a different picture of that now. Mm-hmm. Um, eight years later, I was actually run over by a drunk working on a car on the side of the road. I spent two days out of body and actually was in the center of a circle called the Council of Twelve. They continue to work with me to this day. And through all of that, even with self-love mastery, I've had to go back and look at those. Mm-hmm. Those were part of my journey to get where I'm going. And going through all that has given me a lot of insights. Mm-hmm. And consequently, I've decided to step out and become and to do life coaching on private sessions. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that more later. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's pretty much my background. Right now, I'm going to school full-time to be a substance abuse counselor. I'm going to incorporate that into the life coaching mm-hmm. that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And that, that's pretty much my background. Anything specific we can talk about? If you guys have questions you want to ask about that. Actually, I do, Joe. Um, So what is this about the Council of Twelve? So you didn't have any experience with that prior to that one um, near-death experience? No, the first one was just out there and then come back, and I didn't think much about it. Okay. The way I see it today, that was prepped for the next one that was coming that I had no idea. Okay. (laughs) When we when we open up the spirit and allow them to work with us, mm-hmm. funny things happen. I say funny things; they're not really funny. They're all planned. We are we chose it before we ever got here. Mm-hmm. The word the real word to use is unexpected things happen. Mm-hmm. When we come when we come into this world, we choose not to remember where we've been. Mm-hmm. Until Joe, we hit a certain point. Joe, this is Connie, and I'm also curious about the Council of Twelve because prior to me opening up as a channeler, I had never heard of them. And one day I was doing some automatic writing, and they came through. And uh, I've also had uh, a little bit of communication with the Council of Nine. Um, can you tell us, explain a little bit more about who the Council of Twelve is? They are actually a group of archangels. They work together with each other, and they sometimes work individually with certain people, but the majority of the time, they work together as a council, and they they. They are working with an individual, and they will give that individual advice if you're open to hearing them. They still give the advice. It's your choice whether to follow what they give you. Archangel Michael is part of the Council of Twelve. 
So is Saint Germain, among others. Now, Joe, for you to receive the information from this here uh, Council of Twelve, do you go into a meditative state, or I mean, do you just get downloads? Like, if you're at Safeway, do you get a hit? I mean, so how do you get connected and get these here messages? If I'm specifically looking for a conference, then I go into a meditative state mm-hmm. and access them. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just get downloads out of the blue. These days, 90% of the time is I'll get a ringing in my left ear. They'll tell me, your phone's ringing. Pay attention. (laughs) 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 So they do make me aware when they're fixing to give me a download most of the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm Now, for some of these downloads, do you um, get them from other people? Or but let's just say, I don't know, out of Safeway for some reason, you're in Safeway, out eight, you know, you're fixing to get some, like, I don't know, pasta or something, and you see somebody, I mean, do you get a message for that person? Or do you just messages specifically for you? Or are these just general messages? I mean, what are these types of messages that you're getting? Is what I'm, I'm going gonna, gonna to answer that question with all of the above. Okay, well, that works. <laughs> I, have, you know. I have a question, Joe. Um, Go ahead. When you were out of your body and meeting the Council of Twelve, was your body energized and living, or was your body deanimated? That's a, That just occurred to me. Um, it was deanimated. Deanimated. Okay, it was, were you on... It was laying on? in a hospital bed on life support. Okay. Okay, that was that was my question. Were you um, when you were in conference with the with this bunch of twelve? Were you aware that you were out of your body, or were you just in in a state of beingness? I was absolutely aware and in a state of beingness at the same time. Okay, how was it for you to go back into your body after? Um, being with the Council of Twelve and absorbing all of this information and in the presence of uh, these divine, amazing beings. Was that a a challenge for you or did you welcome the re-entry? I welcomed the re-entry because I had information that I wasn't aware of at the time, but my knowingness knew that they gave me information to proceed on with the life path. And it's like I said before, I call it a mid-course correction Mm -hmm. in the direction life was going, and they stopped me that way. Now, you must be, I kind of put it this way, I don't want to put myself above anybody else because I'm not, but... You're important to spirit when they choose to actually bring you to conference with them in person. I would say that's that's quite a tap on the back. (laughs) And it took me a long time to get that. Okay? Okay. I was like, wait a minute, why did you guys do this? Why did you guys go so drastic? (laughs) You know? But now, when I came back and got back in the body, 
I mean, when I got to the emergency room, the doctor told me this, that his comment was he's not going to make it through the night. I walked out of the hospital seven days after that. What? Literally walked out. Oh, I got that. I went I went from near death to physically walking in seven days. Okay? That that's a message. That is a powerful message. Yeah. And I I'm also my mind is spinning back to the irony of you're at at the point of your before your accident you were clean and sober working on a vehicle and hit by a drunk. I mean, how that just how ironic, how interesting, how um, you know that part of my brain that that cycles through patterns is going, whoa, whoa, definitely a, a big tap on the shoulder, definitely a nosing you in the direction um, of the work that you're doing, and that's that's. The reason I call it a mid-course correction, they, I was already working with the Native American philosophy class mm-hmm. and some other things kind of mm-hmm. in that. So, okay, you're ready for this. Now, let's point you in the direction you planned to go. So they called so me home. So they called me home to tell me. This is the direction you're going. So this was not just an accident. It was not a coincidence. It was a, um, as you say, a, a course correction, divine intera- intervention. Divine intervention, yes. Kind of. Now, I'm going to answer okay. your question with another question. In spirit, is anything an accident or coincidence? Mm-hmm. <laughs> No. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Even the little things that we miss. Yeah. I I use the phrase stop, be present, and see the miracles for a long time, and that includes the little ones. And if you stop and look at it and go into that, you notice that everything's a miracle. Um, I like that. I like that. I mean, we are here. We created what's in front of us. Isn't that a miracle in itself? So even the little ones, we created that. That's a miracle. Well, we got on the call today. That was a miracle. (laughs) (laughs) Indeed. We got it scheduled. Indeed. On the calendar. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm I'm still laughing about that because you guys were saying that was the wrong code, but yet I got in on that code. Uh, Hmm. How did that happen? That's a miracle. Mm. <laughs> you are a miracle. <laughs> you are a miracle. You are inspired. You're a living it, proof. It, of it's miracle. real simple. I got on that co- got in on that code because I was supposed to be here. Yeah, indeed. And and we found the code to get in on because 
we were supposed to be here. And everyone else through time that that listens to this podcast gets in on whatever code they needed to get in on to be here. Because I have a sense that this message is going to be listened to ten, by tens of thousands of people who have a date to listen to it, who who's, mm-hmm. who are ripe and ready for the information. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know the whole of who you are, but my sense is that the world is just hungry for this message, that there are a lot of people who really work their 12 steps and do their due diligence and their hearts are still hurting and they need a few more of the pieces. And um, and for some people, the 12-step program is just perfect. And for others, there are there are there are pe- essential pieces that are missing. And I I appreciate your willingness to bring this this content forward because um, we all deal with those cracks in our shield, those places in our heart that. Um, that are in need of love and balance and and we don't always know how to give that to ourselves. And so what you have to bring to the world is is very welcomed and very much needed and and very essential to walk in walk in each other home in love, arm in arm, heart in heart, linked um, linked on the path of wholeness, love and joy. Thank you, Joe. Yes, Joe, most most definitely. And speaking of which, um, can you tell us a little bit about uh, Star Water Creations, like how the name came about, because it's an interesting story with that, and um, your programs that you got going, because it's just a lot of good, juicy stuff. Okay, Star Water Creations, that's, that's funny because we've talked about the near-death experience with the drunk, that started coming to me about 10 days after that happened. Mm. And it took me a while to realize that that was some of the information that the Council of Twelve gave me. Mm-hmm. And what it actually turned into was a Merkaba. Okay. <laughs> At that time, I never realized that. I just put it down on paper, the design. Okay. Now, uh, I didn't have a name for it at the time. Joe, for My, those who are unaware, go ahead. For those who are unaware of a Merkaba, can you explain what that is? A Merkaba is basically, and I'm going to try to keep this as simple as I can. It's like a light ship that will transport you to the highest possible frequency. It will take you up there in the ethers with the angels. And there's some meditations out there. Now, I'm not one that uses that technique a whole lot, but uh, what it does is you touch certain points of the star of the Merkaba and chants, and it will transport you from one dimension to another. Mm-hmm. And for those that are interested, there's all kinds of information out there on that. Um, these days, I seem to have a direct connection. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I stop, center, breathe, 
I'm there. Wonderful. Um, Starwater Creations is basically that. Okay, but it's it's also a protection grid for the Earth because we played with the design a whole lot and plugged a picture of the Earth into the design and it fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. Now the name came about from a Native American story that my Native American teacher gave me. It's about a star that fell from heaven and exploded and fell into a lake, and all the crystalline pieces fell apart. And then it came back together in a Merkaba design. Therefore, it became star water. Mm. Wow. That's very interesting. So this water that you're talking about, is it energetic or is it like real water? It's it's both. Okay. Um as I have been told there's a place in Kansas where that actually exists. Now I've never seen that, I've never been there, but my knowing says yes it's true, it's a lake that's actually in the center of the United States. Imagine that. It's in the center. (laughs) (laughs) That's very symbolic. So, and then how did it relate now to how you picked it up as your uh, label or definition? Um, Well, it was just so much an integral part of the information that the Council of Twelve gave me. And there are times when I get more pieces to it and more pieces to it, and that's been multiple years ago. Mm-hmm. So it is the past, but it's still the present, too. And it sounds like it's still filling in and expanding, and it's some kind of great mystery and, and wonder. And We only... the. Our guides only give us what we need to know because, Uh again, here comes the part. If they give you too much information and you don't know what to do with it, what happens? The mind takes over. (laughs) Oh, I'm not going to tell them that yet because they'll just play with it. (laughs) Yeah. And we all do that. Yeah. I'm even guilty of that. That's why Mm -hmm. my... My primary guide right now doesn't use words too much. It's energetic. Mm. Um, I can be listening to a webinar, and a lot of times I'll be doing something different to distract myself so I'm not hearing the words. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm hearing them, that. but I'm not hearing them, but I'm getting mm-hmm. it energetically more so. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then... Are you being shown how to actually, since we are uh, verbal, the verbal form of communication is the way we seem to be communicating, um, for example, this podcast, 
are you being shown how to convey that more and more without following the traps of the, the analytical mind? Well, considering I've been talking to you guys all week, <laughs> and you guys have been talking to me all week. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, I'm being shown those ways. <laughs> We we've been connected all week. I don't know if you guys felt that, but I definitely did. I have um several times I've gone to send you mes- messages on Facebook and just before I press send, something will happen and I will wander off and then I'll come back realizing, "Oh my gosh, I forgot to send that." And it will have been erased. <laughs> no, you and didn't forget. You didn't forget. <laughs> and then I finally realized, oh, you know, we've been chattering for, and for to each other since way since before September when I friended you when we friended each other on Facebook. There just hasn't been the conscious top of the mind awareness. Um. I, you put a word in there that kind of threw me because you used mind. Okay. Uh huh. We have a conscious awareness of each other, but guess what? That consciousness comes from the heart. That's how we talk to each other. Yeah, exactly. It's it's not top of the mind. It's not that you know that mind awareness. Um, exactly. You know, exactly. And the mind is. The mind is good for some things, um, and the heart is good for everything. Yes. Um, Contrary to what we've been taught for a lot of years, the mind is not the chip that runs the computer. It's the heart. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Or I could say it a different way. The main thing that runs a computer is the BIOS. Now, I don't know how many people know about that, but that's all the stuff that's underneath that makes it start and all that stuff. That's what the heart does. That's a great analogy. So the more we practice this muscle of heart uh, joining in the heart, which we have not been taught, most of us, in our lives, the more we are able to connect on levels way beyond anything we can even imagine. Absolutely. And, you know, here comes one from Self-Love Mastery. Mm -hmm. Um, Understanding is what we've been taught to do. I need to understand this before I Mm -hmm. can go further. Mm -hmm. It's been my experience to go ahead and take the steps Take the action, do it, and just let the understanding go. Mm. It comes last. After I've already been through the experience, I've felt it through, I've worked it through, then I go, oh, I get it now. (laughs) Yes. I think it was Stuart Emery um, back in the maybe the the 80s, who said that understanding was the booby prize. 
Under, That's a good way of putting it. Um, and when you get to that point, the understanding is just like icing on the cake. Yeah. I found yeah. that that if I walk it through, let it be in front of me from the heart, mm-hmm. then the understanding is not important anyway. Because once I've worked it through, it's past and it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, that's so true. So, since you've been talking to us already for a week, do you find that also wherever you go in your life, there's um, huge underlying things happening and people don't even realize as their stuff comes up and is released just simply by you showing up as who you are? Absolutely. And here's something I started a while back, and it was just a little bit of an experiment that I was doing. I I got tired of the cliche thing that, like, when you walk into a a convenience store, somebody says, hi, how are you doing? And they Mm -hmm. do it just out of courtesy. I started Mm -hmm. giving them an answer back that was like, I got out of bed this morning, so I'm doing fine. <laughs> a lot of truth to that. And I I kind of kind of went if I get out of bed, I'm here. I can take care of anything that's wrong if there is such a thing because there's not nothing is ever wrong. It just is what it is. Mhm. And to use Rika's words, it's all events designed to bring us back to love. Mm-hmm. It's all part of the human experience. Yes. It's wonderful we are human. We... we get into being human from time to time, but that doesn't define who we are. Who we are is what our soul is. Yeah. So um, what I noticed on your website that you offer a half-hour free consultation. What would one expect? Um, Not in the lines of trying to control it or make it be a certain way, but more of the feelings. Basically, it would would be just talking. And, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes... In some situations, people work so differently mm-hmm. that another healer might be appropriate for them. Basically, mm-hmm. that would be a discussion to see where the two of us were at mm-hmm. and to see if we're compatible, basically on the same page, going the same direction. I don't see that ever being a problem but I have bumped into a few. It's okay. It's just part of what the way we operate. Mm-hmm. And that's what that half-hour consultation would be. So, Joe, what is someone... it you want? What is it you want? Can I 
Can I help you get there? What can I give you to help you get there? So, Joe, if let's just say I go to your website and I wanted to go ahead and schedule this half-hour consultation, uh, what types of issues uh, would you want to work with with this particular client if you were... Um, you know, if you had to say, I want to work with such and such person or I want to work with such and such issue, um, like the day if someone were to go and, and look at your website and listen to the call and just say, oh, you know what, Joe just feels so awesome, feels, feels right, and I'm going to contact him. Uh, so the person has resonance with you, but what are you looking for is working with them as a client or potential client, I should say? Um I would not be looking for issues specifically, what their issues are. I'm pretty okay. open to working with all issues. Okay. Um, I pretty much work on a spiritual basis. Mm-hmm. It would be more like, where are you willing to go? Mm-hmm. And can I help you get there? Mm-hmm. That would be pretty much what the consultation would be. Do we jive? Do we sync together. Okay. Okay. I don't ever see that being a problem. Okay. But occasionally. And do you bring in the guidance of the 12? Do they show up for that? I don't specifically bring in the guidance Mm -hmm. of the 12. Mm -hmm. I used to do that. I bring in the guidance of all my guides, all the archangels, all the fairies, all the spirits. I bring in the guidance of the divine. Sometimes one in particular will step forward. And I get I get information from everybody out there. At certain points, it's specific people. At other points, it's all of them at one time. And then... um, I'm an equal opportunity channeler. (laughs) (laughs) So, I would like to have... Uh, a meditation also sort of an, a sample like you mentioned if you feel to and but before that maybe could you be just a little more specific about how you learn from your near-death experiences what that energy feels like and how that comes through with a client or even with us right now um part and I'm going to have to go backwards with this to explain it. Part of the fact that I've actually experienced that and they called me home, they actually called the spirit home, actually amplified my ability to get that direct connection. Mm-hmm. I've been there. I've experienced it. So it's kind of like, oh, this is what this is. Mm-hmm. It just made it easier for me to stop, take a few deep breaths, and go there. And is that all pretty much that you're doing while you're communicating? Yes, pretty much. And uh, when, when they come in with words, 
for me. I don't question who it is that's talking. I just let the words flow. Mm. Sometimes it's really short. Sometimes it's like forever. <laughs> Did you want to I don't do know if that? I don't know if that answered your question or not. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to give a little bit more of what a sample of what that would be like. So I don't know. Do you feel to talk specifically to any one of us and let's see if anything comes through? Well, I I tell you how, let's do that. Mm -hmm. If one of you has something in particular that you would like to work with, throw it out, and we'll go from there. And I'll bring a meditation into it at the same time. Wonderful. Well, I'll kind of give you an example of how, kind of how a session would go. Mm-hmm. Okay. So if any anybody feels free enough to do that, go for it. Well, Joe, what occurs to me is that we are in the the springtime of the year, and there is a lot of fertility going on. Um, Birds are nesting, cats are having kittens, seeds are pushing their are um, seeds are pushing sprouts up through the soil. Um, we have there's just lots of abundance around us. How can we individually use that that energy of this season in our own lives to nurture? Of the abundance that um, that we're walking into without our usual filters blocking it. Okay, let's let's start that with a meditation. And this is not my meditation. I'm going to give credit where credit's due, but it's one that I've heard several other people use. So let's all just plant our feet. Firmly on the earth, imagine that. Put your feet flat on the floor. Take a a deep breath. Now another deep breath. And now another deep breath. Now, once you're connected with Gaia, ask her to bring her crust up and around your waist. Now, pull the ask Gaia to channel that energy from the feet from your feet that are planted at the center of the earth up through your body to your waist now spread that energy like roots of a tree and you're completely connected 
Pagaya. Take that energy from your waist, channel it up through your chakras and all the way out through your crown and higher and higher and higher and higher. Now breathe that in. And when you're connected to the earth and connected to the higher dimensions, let me know. Connected. Mm-hmm. Are you there? Yep. There's one. <laughs> Connected. We're there. Now, now you guys tell me what you're feeling. I'm feeling um, very expansive. Um, My from my heart, I'm feeling enveloped in an extraordinary sense of comfort and groundedness um, there's a, there's just joy and magnificence and um, extraordinary expansiveness and very present physically emotionally spirit I'm just wide open on as many levels as I can count and there's a lot of joy and giggling and uh, it it feels like my reality is full, um, full to the brim, overflowing, effervescent, uh, that that there are seeds about to sprout in in all directions, inner and outer. And That's what's going on here that I can verbalize. And that's that's perfect, as is everything always is. But now the seeds are about to sprout at the time of creation. What do we do with that? Things are busting wide open, okay? The things you've been wanting to create at this time are being created. Some of it you know, some of it you don't know. We get the information we need from our guides, but there were always things happening that is already part of what we had planned. But we don't need that information yet. Everything you've always wanted is already done. It just hasn't manifested in the physical yet. This is a time when it's starting to manifest in the physical and happening very rapidly. Woo-hoo. 
Joe, this is Angela. I feel so expanded that I can see, I feel that the words are far, are very, have a lot of space in between them and I don't really have a lot of words. Cool. I like that. Yeah. Because with me, there's always space between the words. The words to me, words are not adequate. It's energetic. Sometimes there's not words to describe. Most often with me these days, there's not words. And that's an okay place to be. It's a really great place to be, is the way I see it. Mm -hmm. I love that your message is that we don't know everything yet and that it sort of just quiets the mind and allows it to be more in a wonderment and the energy that I can feel. It's and very again, healing. Again, about quiet, quieting the mind, this is an experience I had a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I was dealing with some, some issues around money. Well, come to find out, and as we always say, the issues around money are never about money. It's a nice <laughs> target. It's a nice target. But money's just money. <laughs> um, what it what it turned out to be was a fear of fear itself. What mankind does to each other around money. The greed, you know, the power. That started mm-hmm. like a two-week process for me. My guides took me through, and the next step from my guide was, okay, let's go to primal fears here. We're going that way anyway. Um, He said, let's look at what you consider primal fear, and I'll ask, Angela, what's a primal fear for you? Um, Primal. This sort of raw horror, the feeling of that doesn't seem to come in like anything from form, but it's just a deep down raw fear. To feel that, the fear of feeling that. Would you say fear of fear? Yeah. That's where mine started was a fear of fear itself. Yes. Okay, so my guides took me a step further with that, and I kept going primal, 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 and I went, this is one that I really had trouble recognizing after all the work I've done. I'm going, but there's no fear of God. And then I went, wait a minute. It's cellular. It's programmed. Uh Uh-huh. Yes. And I went, yes, that is a primal fear, the fear of God itself. So if that's in there in any little piece, all of a sudden, if I'm fearing God, I'm fearing myself. If I'm fearing myself, I fear everything else out there. 
Yeah. And my part of that was I was missing it because it was so cellular and so programmed. But once I brought it to the surface, acknowledged it, poof, it just <laughs> disappeared. So all fear has dissolved for you? To say that would not be a completely true statement. For the most part, yes. Mm. I am human. I still get into the human experience. We all do. In the beginning, when I was watching all the consciousness healers on on the Internet and stuff, I'm going, wow, they just always got it all together. It took me a while to realize that they just take care of themselves when it comes up. Uh Uh-huh. They continue to work. They've been doing it a while. They're good at it. (laughs) Okay? And that's what we're learning to do. Yes, that sounds wonderful. The, The solidity, solidity of that, of where we're heading with that, as a group, I can't even imagine what that looks like. That's part of that wonder. There you go. I I don't imagine that either, okay? (laughs) And I sometimes see it. It's like part of what happened when I let go of that primal fear of God I had a flash memory of the Big Bang, okay? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you want to go into the metaphysical aspects and what we hold true, it's energy is neither created nor destroyed. It only changes form. Yeah. Somewhere it had to be created. That has to be the Big Bang. So our souls have been around since the Big Bang. Yeah. And my knowing is that souls are the one constant energy that don't change. Mm. So is it in a sort that we're going through a reverse Big Bang? <laughs> um. How about more like we're continuing to go through the expansion? Uh We don't go backwards. It's just where we came from, and that part of us has always been here Mm -hmm. and will always be here. What we're doing now is learning mm. who that is. Not what that is, but who that is. Who are we as a soul? Mm. Who are we as a soul? We're one. 
Yeah, Joe, as part of this year, energetic expansion. I know you you and I have talked about this many times, that you just have some kind of energetic connection to Sedona. Can you talk a little bit about that? Because I know you did some grid work and, and all of that, so... Having having never been to Sedona, although it keeps calling to me, mm-hmm. that's one of those things that I'm going to have to experience physically. I know that that call is there, and that part will be answered when I get there. And I don't question that part. Mm-hmm. Now, Sedona is a vortex an earth vortex that connects to all the other vortexes on the earth. And physically being there may be a connection for me to all those other vortexes. I've connected that way energetically. Um, when, When the City of Lights Festival happened in Sedona, I made a connection with another person who was there, and we connected down a line. And some of that was revealed, and that's where where I became aware of the connections to all the other portals on the earth. That was a beginning. can't tell you 100% that's what the connection is for me, but I certainly feel that. Joe, do you have other uh, connections to the earth portals, and where are they, if you do? Would you repeat that? Um, do you have other connections to the Earth portals in um, the different parts of the the planet besides Sedona? Have you connected energetically with uh, other portals? Yeah. Yes, Mount Shasta. Chaco Canyon, and if if you need me to, I'll go into what Chaco Canyon is. I'm curious about Chaco Canyon. Is that uh, in Colorado? Chaco Canyon. Chaco Canyon was a ceremonial homeland for the the ancient ones called the Anastasi. Yes. The the origins of the Pueblo tribe. And all the tribes in that area gathered there to do ceremony. Were the Anastasi also um, up in Mesa Verde? Because I had uh, traveled up there and went to the ruins there and it just felt completely empty of energy and it was really wild because uh, you know like Mount Shasta is so alive and Mount Adams is totally crazy alive and, and when I visited Mesa Verde it just felt so empty as if 
that civilization uh, it did disappear, um, but it didn't leave as much of an energy signature or something like that. Were those the Anasazi as well? Um, the answer I'm getting on that is the Anastasia were all over the southwest. Chaco Canyon was just a gathering point for them. It was okay. their ceremonial space mm. where they came together and shared all the information, all the learning, where they contacted the spirits. And oh. remember, the Anastasia are one of those people that just went poof, gone. They just disappeared, like, instantly, mm-hmm. much like much like the Aztecs did. Mm. My knowing on that is not that they disappeared. They went home. Yeah. Chaco Canyon is one of my big earth portals, yes. There is one more that not a lot of people know about. It's a place here in Texas called Enchanted Rock. It's a big pink granite dome. has been, for all the Indians of the southwest Mexico on their migrations, it was a spot where they stopped and rested. It is a sacred ceremonial site, always has been. It's protected by the Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. Ah. When we did the City of Lights, the connection for me was from Enchanted Rock, a special place at Enchanted Rock called the Shaman's Cave, to Chaco Canyon, to Sedona. There was an energetic line established there. I'm still learning about what that was about. Hmm. Sounds similar to the work of uh, James Tiburon. Have you heard of him with Earthkeeper? No, I haven't. New oh, information. Maybe you might be in, yeah, interested in him. He does a lot of ceremonies all over the world um, at all of the Earth portals. Um, but he does some in Texas at the Pyramid. I don't remember the name of that particular pyramid in Texas. Uh, but um, he does a lot. Do you know? The pyramid I'm thinking of is Moody Gardens Pyramid. It's a, it's a yes. modern pyramid. Yes. Yes. And he does um, these gatherings to, to connect the, the uh, ley lines. Uh, of the planet. Yes, yes. That, and I'm, I'm pretty confident that what we did with Enchanted Rock, Chaco Canyon, Sedona was a white line connection. Mm. Awesome. I'm not questioning that. We just did it because that's what the guide said to do. <laughs> and then yeah. I go on. <laughs> sometimes, mm. sometimes I go back to the phrase, mine is not to question why, mine is just to do sure. and fly. Not do or die. <laughs> do and fly. Sure. I, I remember when I was kind of traveling, I was called to connect the waters 
of of the earth, um, the earth waters. So I connected Peru with Hawaii, with Mount Shasta, and I would collect a little, and then I would marry it as well. So I have some water, waters from all of those um, sacred places connecting the grid in that way through the water. And I would do ceremony, especially on special times of the year like the solstices and equinoxes. Connecting the grid, connecting the grid. You you are an elemental. And your element is water. Yeah. How does that feel to you? Absolutely. And I'm Cancerian, sun sign, so <laughs> yes, I have a special connection to water. Yes. Where as I I am somewhat of an elemental in my connection. My element is earth. Mm. Yeah, that makes sense. So now we just walk through basically what a session with me would be like. <laughs> free form. Free form. Okay. Um, I, I don't you. do anything specific. I'll let my spirits guide me as to how the session should go. So, and, Joe. And Nikki, Nikki and I have worked together some. And she will validate that sometimes some things come up that are real surprising. They surprise even me sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> Is that true, Nikki? Indeed. Yes, indeed. Hmm. The stuff just comes out of nowhere, and sometimes you just have to sit down and just feel like, man, that was just deep. Yeah. That's my guides talking through me. They catch me by surprise too sometimes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's part of the human, the part that gets surprised is the human part. Mm-hmm. My soul is not surprised by anything. So how do how do we sign up for a session? How does somebody um, get in touch with you? Okay, at this moment, Starwater Creations is basically a blog page. You can access that on Facebook by typing it in. I've noticed that in some places it just doesn't show up, but it is there. If you type in Starwater Creations and click Go, it will come up for you. Um, There is an email. It's starwatercreations at gmail.com. Okay. And if you if you choose, email is probably the best way to get in touch with me. Um, we could talk on Facebook. And if you feel free enough, you could leave me a phone number, and I will call you and talk to you. And we'll set something up. Okay. 
the way what I'm doing with sessions, the first half hour is a freebie. After that, it's a hundred dollars an hour. Good, good. Sounds doable. Sounds affordable. And I know you um, you give tremendous value. Now, now, if if somebody chooses to decide they're already compatible with me, what we can do, and they want to sign up for an hour session. We'll do an hour and a half session, which is what they usually are anyway. When I do a session, it's not about time. It's about when it's complete. So to physically say an hour, probably not. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki will confirm that one. See, yeah. Mm -hmm. When my guides tell me it's done, it's done, and it's not done till then. Well, thank you for that information. I have a sense that there will be people coming your way. Well, thank you for that. I get that sense, too. But one thing I do have to add to that is because I'm in school full-time right now, if you sign up, be patient. It may take me a little while to get to you, but I will. So what kind of schooling are you in, Joe? Um, I'm, I'm actually getting an associate's degree in substance abuse counseling. Okay. Um, um one and a half semesters away from completing that, then I'll be a counselor intern for two years. Then I'll actually have the license, and uh, we'll be able to actually open my own business if I choose to do that. You know, Joe, I don't, another... oh, go ahead. Um, I don't know about licensure in the state of Texas, so that's. That's kind of a new and one. As a substance me. abuse counselor, you are required to be licensed, and they have a set 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 of things you have to do to go there. Well, that's a probably. And a good I wanted thing. to incorporate that into a life coaching program, so I chose to go that direction. Well, you've also already got you know quite a set of skills. Mm-hmm. And my sense is you you definitely have done your due diligence. And thank you for asking that question. I'm sorry yeah. I interrupted Nikki. Nikki. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. No, I just said that one of the things I think is really awesome about Joe is, I know, Joe, you and I have talked about this many a times about um, timing, you know, and timing is such a difficult topic for a lot of people, and especially for me. But, you know, one of the things that I think is just really awesome about you, Joe, is like here you are and you're doing school where a lot of folks are retiring and you're just doing a lot of reinvention. And I just think it's just a really cool message to get out there that it's just it's never too late. Oh. Well, Nikki, my answer to that is what is retirement? I know, I know. But, you know, you, that's you part of the illusion. 
That's yeah, I know. Really uh, I know, I know, but you know, you and I have talked about it before, right? Where you've gotten teased about, like, folks should be retiring, and yet here you are starting school or in the midst of, of doing school. Sure. So I going, think it's going really school cool right now. I've been asked before, what are you doing here? At 61 years old, you're getting another degree? Yes, because this is where I'm supposed to be at the moment. And I, I leave that door open. If they want to explore that further, they can. Mm-hmm. Most of them don't. They just walk away with, like, shaking their head. <laughs> so just because you're 60-something, that means you can't function anymore? Huh? What? That's that's kind of bothering. That that's what the illusion would like you to believe. Mm-hmm. That's all. Okay, got it. I'm just getting started. Thank you. <laughs> well, yeehaw for that. <laughs> um, again, back to the quantum physics thing. We never die. No. We change form. Mm-hmm. My soul will be back again. At this point, I'm choosing a different path. Yes, I'm going to ascend, but I'm taking my body with me. Actually, I'm keeping my body right here when we get heaven on earth. (laughs) And this time around, it is possible. I can feel into that one. I'm really excited to uh, for you now. The energy that you brought in with the meditation and everything I felt is just amazing and sweet and kind and healing. And then if you add in the counseling degree that you're going for, oh, wow. I can't even imagine... I'm really excited. (laughs) The only words I have to say to that is thank you. And this is a quote from a song from Paul Leftenegger. Mm -hmm. I don't know if all you guys are aware of him or not, Mm -hmm. but if you're not, look him up. (laughs) Look him up on Facebook or Googling. He's just amazing. Um. The the quote I keep using out of one of his songs, the universe is your playground, the stars are your dreams. So dream, baby, dream, so we can be all we can. Mm. When, When you realize one of your dreams, you take a me one step closer to mine because we are, after all, one. We are. That's so true. Mm-hmm. And each time you accomplish a goal, I accomplish a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can feel that. And we're all cheering each other on because we know this. It'll only amplify our own ability and give us permission 
give everyone permission to shine. Absolutely. And we all get there in our own way. Mm-hmm. Whatever that takes. <laughs> the quote, Rika, again, it's only experience to bring us back to love. Mm. And I'm going to add this again. When I when I did the thing with the guides about the primal fears and came into connection with that, that really accented for me the thing about seeing the love in people. Most of the time these days when somebody's going off on me, I don't see that. Mm. I see their potential. Mm-hmm. And I choose not to react to their anger. After all, if somebody's attacking me, they only tell me, they're only telling me how they feel. So let's go there with that and talk about what you're feeling. That has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. You can be that solid, staying in that high place for them while they work through their stuff. Yes. And Mm -hmm. again, if we react to their stuff, they're going to continue to go there. But if we mm-hmm. just love them and express love to them, they're going to change. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like the glass of water. One's at a higher vibration than the other. Mm-hmm. If you hold steady and hold in your higher consciousness, they're going to come up to the higher level. Yeah. Conscious conscious expansion can't go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's funny. And so to everybody out there that may be listening and to all three of you guys, I love you all. We all love, love, if we all love each other, we're going to expand. Love you too, Joe. Much love, Joe. Oh, yes. (laughs) I just love you. This just feels so juicy and... Mm, delicious. It's mm-hmm. I got roses on my cheeks and my toes are getting pink and I'm all happy inside. Isn't that where we all choose to be? It's happy all the time. Just to be mm-hmm. in spirit. To be that mm-hmm. innocence that we really are. Yeah. That's the playful child. Hmm. 
Well, thank you so much, Joe, for all of your time and your energy. You are so welcome. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you. Yeah, muchas gracias, Joe. Thank you. This has just been so much fun. So once again, Joe, how how do we get in touch with you? How does somebody find you? I'm just going to say the best way to do do it is to email me at starwatercreations at gmail.com. Oh, that's simple. That's simple. Well, thank you. And I will I will follow up on the email. It may take me a while, as I say, because I'm in school full time. So, but I will get back to you. Mm. It's so wonderful to listen to you talk, Joe. I really appreciate you. Well, thank you for that. You guys are all wonderful, too. I mean, this <laughs> couldn't have happened without you guys. You created the forum. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. We're for... all apart. We're all apart. Yes. Well, thank you for being a guest, Joe. So so excited to have you come on and hearing how game you were, and you know, and and I knew everything was going to go down really well, and it and it totally did, totally totally did. <laughs> well, thank you, Nikki. I don't know. I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Me either. <laughs> That's that's usually one of my keys when I know that it went well. It's when I don't remember. I'll have to go back to the archive and listen to it again myself. And I want to wish all of you guys and everybody out there, a wonderful day. Thank you. You too, thank Joe. Thank you, Joe. A wonderful, thank you, thank you. A wonderful experience. And remember, there is no such thing as physical time. It's only in the moment of now and now and now and now. So be wonderful. <laughs> Heck yeah, it's 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 been delicious and delightful sharing the moments with you, Joe. And um thank you for reminding us. Thank you. You're thank very you. welcome. Well, you all have a wonderful day and thank you yes. again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye everyone. Once again, this has been Love in Action with Joe Bayless. (laughs) Woohoo! Thank you, thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. I am honored. And I guess that's it. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.